Hi, I'm Lauren, and this is Papyrus Hopecast. On today's episode, me and Lucy are joined by Papyrus Ambassadors Phoebe Torrance and Kat White, who have collaborated together on the upcoming film 54 Days. 54 Days is a film focusing on a family coming to terms with suicide and their journey of grief. Kat and Phoebe talked to us about why they wanted to produce a film focusing on suicide and the response they hope the film will have. I'm Kat White and I'm the writer and also star in 54 Days. Hi everyone, I'm Phoebe Torrance um, and I am the director of 54 Days. So Phoebe and Kat, welcome to Hopecast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us, so nice to be here. So we're so excited for the film release 54 Days. Can you tell us a bit more about the film, what inspired you to write the script? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, 54 Days was born in large part out of true events in my life. So it is a story about a girl who decides to start swimming every day for 54 days, as the title suggests, um, in the wake of losing her father to suicide. Um, Now, my story was that I lost my uncle and then my friend, both kind of almost exactly one year apart in January, which is this month although I I also loved what I saw you posting about Blue Monday not being this Blue Monday which I think is so important because it gets in your head um but in the wake of that happening and obviously the situation we're all going through with being locked down there was just no I just found there was no outlet I didn't really know how to handle a the enormity of what happened twice and b not being able to kind of be with my family, with my friends, with anyone, also not being able to escape where I was. So nothing really felt like an outlet. Um, And somewhere along that way, like swimming in this random lake (laughs) around the corner from where I live just became this place of like a moment of quiet each day and a place of solitary kind of, it's just like it was a space where I could think and feel. And eventually that translated into being able to express this I could always describe it as this thing in my chest that I just couldn't dislodge which is you know it's how anxiety can feel but it's also how grief can feel um and, that, and that's so beautifully portrayed in, in the film as well like how Ruby's story how she very much like self-discovered open water swimming and she's she's embraced that and it's it's, it's telling your story through grief and it's not necessarily through a lot of words it's through, it's, it's portrayed beautifully Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, I think it is that. And that was kind of the idea of the film, because by the time I came around to like to thinking that this could be a story that might help someone or be a story worth telling was a point where I was almost feeling better. And I kind of like it's really funny. It honestly happened overnight. It was just lying in bed and like reflecting and thinking. And I was like, this would, I think, make an amazing film. And that came out of me realising that swimming had helped me because up until that point for like the months up until then I was just doing it I wasn't thinking I was just going and it was a thing I I did it was just almost a routine um but actually it's that's the thing I suppose that we most wanted to convey with 54 days it's kind of less about suicide and more about how we heal from something as enormous as that and the things that we can do kind of along the way to to make 
all of those who are impacted feel better and feel safer and hopefully start a conversation about that brilliant um so actually 54 days is quite a would you call it like quite an autobiographical kind of telling of your own journey um and if so was it quite cathartic the process of of kind of putting the script together and telling that story so cathartic yeah the writing in particular just was it just came so quickly and it really felt like I was releasing the thing I was holding I can't really explain it any better and then I guess getting close to the shoot because I played Ruby which I really toyed with for ages like I can't do it and then I thought I have to do it and I went through both of these things that got really hard at times because suddenly I was really faced with the enormity of what it was whereas maybe if I just wrote the script and then handed it over and moved on I might not have had to like obviously I had to literally relive some of those experiences but I mean that's again was why when I was looking for a director and I like me and Phoebe I guess we might get to that later we really found each other completely by accident through the beauty of Instagram and Simon had just died or you know quite recently died and we'd been we'd raised money for Papyrus at his funeral and I saw that Phoebe was an ambassador for Papyrus was also a film director I was like oh my gosh this is just so weird I think like you followed me and then I was just like this is so weird and I just messaged her like this is gonna sound absolutely <laughs> ludicrous I don't, you don't know me but can you just read a script I have and honestly it was it, it really was fake so I think being in safe hands with someone like Phoebe was was really really important because it as you say it is autobiographical and there's a lot there's a lot that's being carried I suppose and I think it's finding and like you say sometimes the best at having happened by accident and meeting Phoebe and working together and so how did you find it Phoebe working on working on this with Kat? Um I mean I honestly feel so blessed to be like brought on on such an incredible story I think the most wonderful thing about 54 days is the hope and I think obviously like papyrus is so important to me as an ambassador and I've found like I mean since I was like 17 I've been doing stuff for mental health charities and wanting to like make a difference and I've always imagined like oh one day I'll write something one day I'll direct something one day I'll be in something I I knew there was something that I wanted to do with mental health that would reflect kind of the the journey and and I just never found anything or never saw anything or never thought of anything that would portray all of these emotions in the right way and when Kat um reached out to me like I mean I followed her as it was funny like as a director I was I'm always looking for like um new actors that I want to be in things and I randomly stumbled across Kat and I was like oh she looks great she's a great look like I'd love to see what she's in um my cast train something like uh, maybe I can write something in her and you know your mind's always ticking with this sort of thing and when she sent it to me like I cried so much reading that script so much it and and it was just it embodied hope and I I reached out to Imo my contact at, at Papyrus immediately and I was like look this is so amazing I sent it over and I was like we have to we ha- I like I'm 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 gonna do everything I can to do this like this is such an incredible story but it's also like I've brainstormed with Imo before about how can we do something for Papyrus or like show an audience in a way that like that's the most beautiful thing about film isn't it everyone can see it and 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 feel something and learn something and feel less alone and 
like gauging that right amount of hope, but still showing that that all the vast emotions that Ruby and the rest of the family have, have gone through. Like, oh, I was just, yeah, very, very blessed to be born. She's so amazing, by the way. Like, I can't wait for people to see what she's done with this. It's really, really unbelievable. Yeah. It's all you. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> I love all this like, like girl supporting girls. I love it. <laughs> we agree as well because we're both super, like, we really are opinionated and we can be, I just think having that honest relationship where we can be like, this isn't working, this is working. And also know at the back of that, we've always got each other's backs. Totally. It's really amazing. Well, I think like, when we were filming it, like we were such a team and like we were so in touch with how each other were feeling. Like obviously um, it's, because it means so much to us both coming from an artistic place, but also from a mental health place. We both have our experiences with suicide. We both have our experiences with mental health. It's so important to us that it's that we're safe. You know, I, I, I want Kat to be safe. Kat wants me to be safe. We care so much. And I think like, we just knew that from the get go. And so we were able to kind of, to push each other. anyone kind of who's listening I suppose this might be a good point to kind of give like a very brief overview of kind of like the themes and the different things that are addressed throughout the storyline of um 54 days and then Phoebe maybe you can tell us um why Ruby kind of I suppose the protagonist's story is such an important one to tell so yeah Ruby's the story is that we're, we're with the family and it's, Del, it's the eve of Delroy, who's the dad's 54th birthday. And the events of the film transpire that after that night, Delroy takes his own life. And in the kind of aftermath of the grief and as the dust settles, I suppose, Ruby decides that she is going to honour his life by swimming in the lake where he died every day for 54 days, the day, the, the years he got to. She was really close with her brother before, but he, they drift apart in the kind of aftermath of Delroy's death. And I think that was something that, that's kind of become as much the story of the film um, as kind of Delroy's death itself, which is the different ways that we grieve and how we grieve and how we heal and how there is no one right or wrong way to do that. And I think Phoebe probably touched on this more, but Ruby is very much fixated on the fact that her way is the only way and this is how we're going to make this okay again. And I mean, the film, eventually we realise that that isn't the case and they to get over that, they kind of need to see things from each other's perspective in order to be able to kind of come full circle and, and heal. And I guess the themes of it, that you, you, even the swimming thing, I started to realise like swimming isn't a space for people like me. Like they're they're just at my lake it's wonderful but it's filled with you know middle-aged middle class mostly white women who are adorable and the, the film also touches on exactly one of these friendships that I struck up but at the same time you're looking around and you're like I don't even have a swimming hat to put on my hair like all these things so that became part of it itself because swimming was something that was so helpful to me it was it was literally the thing that saved me from going to the depths of despair at this horrible time and it's not even something that people like me can access. Like it was pure luck. I'm living in Oxford in a lockdown near a lake. Like not many people have that privilege. 
who like you can't even go and and access access that so I think that became a massive part of it and we've been working with Soulcap who like are an inclusive swimwear brand and that like literally discovering that hat was kind of like deep breath there's a space for me in the water in this area and kind of the wider questions around who can access well-being practices because it's so almost priced out of the people who maybe need it more um, than others who can afford therapy and you know the other things and I like, thought he's portrayed really well in the script because he came across that scene and I think you don't you don't even associate problems like that you know you sw- hair not fitting in a swimming cap and it's it you are right it's the accessible question then so is it and it adds to that frustration with grief it's kind of like you just want to go for a swim and you can't get your hair in a, in a swimming cap and it's yeah. and it just adds to that frustration I think in the, I don't want to spoil it for anyone but in the film you can just imagine it a frustration being portrayed in that moment it's just like that little thing that ticks you off and it's it's, it's unraveled all these emotions yeah well, all ever anyone ever wants is is to feel less alone, and I mean, and to feel that, like for example, we all love reading about our horoscope. We all want to feel seen. We all want to feel that you know um, we're meant to be there. And I think that sadly there were so many situations, and and I'm so grateful for Cat for like. Uh, bringing them to light because you're right like I would have never thought about a swimming cap not fitting and I think that it reflects in not only all those situations which Kat mentioned but also the difference in the way that you both as brother and sister have your grief and I think it's kind of it's about you have these you have like a vision when you're um feeling an intense emotion and I think with grief especially it's quite difficult to see outside your perspective and I think that what both of them actually just want is to be seen by the other one but because of their what they're feeling themselves they can't do that and I think the film is a beautiful way to show and it it happens in so many different situations it's not just about suicide it's not just about grief but it kind of shows how well, if you just look maybe at the person, even the person closest to you, they might be able to help you so much with with what you're going through. It's such a beautiful story. And it does, you, you know, it, it can let the little thing can just tip you and make you just mm-hmm. little things. And it, it it's so powerful. And especially when you see it's all different types of grief, you know, how a brother's struggling, how a mum's struggling, you know, the the mum almost doesn't talk as much, but that's such a common sign of grief, isn't it? You, you almost shut away from the world. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. But actually, you're struggling massively on the inside. Especially as a mum. We were even talking about that this morning, Kat. You know, you have to, a lot of mums, I think all mums, they are superheroes and they do um, take that. And especially if you're left as the only parent, whether it is the dad or the mum, I think that they are f- left with that feeling of we have to be strong which is actually makes it so much harder. Mm. So yeah, we, we really felt for the mum Val in our, in our story, like yeah. so much so. Yeah. Um, so... I suppose that kind of leads on um, to Phoebe, I'll, I'll direct this at you. Um, why do you think it's so important to portray suicide safely in the arts? Gosh, well, I think 
there is such a responsibility and I think this is not just with the arts I think this is any media and in fact any conversations that that people have I think I think there should be a general um it should be more of a conversation but people should be taught in schools so that when they grow up they know how to talk about these sorts of things suicide isn't something new it it's something which has been horrifically happening for many years and we should be all more equipped to deal with it if someone that we care about is feeling like that or someone that we work with is feeling like that or we're feeling like that ourselves like we should all be taught but um arts in particular everyone watches it it's it's something which teaches you so much about I mean, think about like the effect that like a magazine article can have, like movies do that to people. It's, it's the same thing. You know, we have, we have to be so careful and so respectful. And that's, I mean, it, it circles back to the whole um, reason why I wanted to do 54 days and why I think it was such an incredible story is because of the hope. There are a lot of films which, which touch on suicide that aren't hopeful. And I think it's not that that's irresponsible. That's not, at all the case it's just that's not what we need right now just because a story has hope doesn't mean that it's not as effective and as um emotional but things like suicide and it's just yeah I just don't think we've been taught enough and I think that we are luckily lucky enough to kind of be in contact with you guys and I'm lucky enough to have had training so that I kind of feel equipped so that I can talk about these things with people if they're suffering or just help people kind of know when I yeah I just think it's a shame that's not more of a worldwide thing and that hope is something that as as you said like at Papyrus we always like to tell those stories of hope because it's something to grasp onto when you're kind of in your darkest moments if there is that you know that there that hope is there that other people have felt this way that you know there is a kind of light in the dark and also it reflects as you say in in the film um at the heart of the storyline there is a death but actually the film itself is about life about rediscovering life discovering joy everything like that so that hope as you say is so tangible within the film yeah Um, but But also on that um not just from what you portray um while for watching it was really important um for us and and um amazingly enough Kat's incredibly talented sister Laura um we had her on board as um I mean I you can give like the full lowdown of what Laura does but we had her there um what what's her what how, how would I say it she, we had her there every day on set and she, it's Laura mental health and well-being coordinator so in the way that you know when there are sex scenes on a film now they all have an mm-hmm. intense coordinator as they should films that are portraying something like suicide or you know they don't even have someone to support the mental health and well-being not exactly. only of the cast which is what you assume but also of the crew and yeah. we you know it transpired that actually a number of people on our crew had lost someone to suicide which you might not have even thought of you might have thought to make sure the actors were looked after but people forget about the crew and we were filming such incredibly distressing things for people who have lived experience of that and that I think that's something I'm one of the things I'm most proud of of this film is just that we worked with Laura and had that and even things you don't think about just as an actor to be able to you felt so much safer not only having Phoebe who 
completely understands and was was there and was never going to push anything somewhere it shouldn't go but you could Laura would work with 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 me or with the actor to come out of the scene and you know let's look around and five things we can see and you know whatever activities we were doing just so that you don't go home at the end of the day and you realize you're still carrying all of this this stuff that you can't possibly take with you and be healthy and that is is just so important as well so she worked with us and the crew before the film and kind of right up until until we don't we kind of didn't need her anymore and if we did she would signpost us for things we'd need after the film and I just think all productions should be it should be even if you're not covering suicide it should be on every production it's so important and just even having the safety of knowing that someone's there like you said Kat was everything um these yeah it it was so vital and I really like I'm going forward like I know Kat Kat and I both have said how we want to have that in every production we do yeah but but it's it's so true you know 54 days will lead by example when it comes to productions going forward about talking about suicide safety as as you know as cast and crew but also post-production as well because sometimes once you've had a day film and you know I know myself sometimes you just think oh that's not going to that's not going to trigger me or anything like that but sometimes when you sit at home and you think you're alone with all your thoughts you actually realize oh my god that's you get that wave of emotion and I think that's why it's so so important to have that safe that safe space and you've, you've done that in in 54 days it's so true yeah and even if you're not dealing with suicide you know it's just it's about knowing there's a safety blanket I think that's the thing just knowing that you are looked after someone is someone is there to care about your well-being it's not that radical you know we have we always would have a first aider we should always have a medical first a mental health exactly. aider, you know yeah it's, it's yeah I'm sure in 10 years time people will look back on this and go I can't believe I didn't have that because it will just be situation normal that's yeah. that's a crazy thing they're like the generations and you know it, you positively just got to think prevention going forward in 10 years time 20 years time just think that's standard practice and that's exactly what you want yeah absolutely yeah so obviously we've touched a little bit on um like the different people who worked on the film um already and you've mentioned how important it is to kind of maintain like the 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 well-being of the crew and the cast um can you tell us a little bit more about the cast you've got a really good cast for this film it'd be great to hear a little bit more about the casting process um and how it was all working together on the film yeah absolutely um Kat and I actually got an incredibly talented um casting director Nathan at Julie Hartman Casting um I think we had we had quite a few solid ideas of what we were after from the get-go and we worked with him on finding I mean especially Josh we wanted to to do or hold auditions and have in in real life I mean this is during COVID time too so we were like we need face-to-face we need to have this chemistry we need to like see the brother sister we need to feel that we went out on offers on the incredible Celia and the incredible Juliet um, because we knew they would be perfect we've seen all of their stuff followed them and I think this story because and of Delroy the, just to say and Delroy of yeah. course <laughs> Don't Delroy. Oh my God, we love Delroy so <laughs> much yeah ex mental health nurse before he became that well absolutely wow. what I was, incredible what I was about to say was how they literally 
all had their own personal connections to suicide or mental health or even as Celia while swimming. So they all had connections to this film. So as soon as they read it and heard about it, um, it just felt so serendipitous. It was so meant to be. I mean, like Kat was saying, Delroy was a mental health nurse. Yeah. That's incredible. And Delroy was called Delroy and Josh, and Del- Josh, which is honestly bizarre. People will probably think I wrote their names after we cast them, but they were already called Delroy and Josh. And that's, it's just, yeah, it's fate. There was so much fate across yeah. this whole project. Like, it just, I always think things like that, things that some things are just meant to be, and yeah. they just little things like that. Yeah, they are. It's just, there's, yeah, you can only think this had to happen this way, and there's a reason yeah. for it. Maybe we don't even know that reason yet, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But going forward, when it comes to, you know, he worked on another project and you think about these things when it comes to casting and crew, it's so important to safely have those conversations about mental health and talking about, you know, having that that word about suicide and making it part of the everyday conversation. And I think, especially with you, Phoebe, with your large social media following, it's having that safe space and it's making it part of the everyday conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think there's still so much stigma attached. Um, there just really is. Like, it's 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 nice, you know, when I put things out um, on social media, I do get um, a few really wonderful messages from people who have gone through similar things or are going through similar things and just seeing, I kind of, I think I posted something about being, like, how, how incredible it is, how far you've gotten, like, think back to 10 years ago or five years ago or something. And a girl came forward and, you know, said to me how, like, she's coming up to her year anniversary of, of, of trying to end her life, but survived and has turned her life around and is so happy. And it kind of, and I spoke to her about my um, past. And I think it's just about opening that conversation. It's about making it normal because it is part of our everyday life it it is a conversation which needs to be had the difference I mean from 10 years ago to today of what we all talk about it's it's great but it needs to be more it really does and exactly like you said like I'm so glad that we had all, all those open conversations with the cast and the crew and it really it just felt like such a safe space for us to be able to do that with everyone um and it kind of I think you don't realize everyone when you're going through something you think you're going through it alone and you don't realize how many other people have felt the same way or their best friend has or their sibling has, their parent has. And it's just goes back to that thing I said a while ago, like we just all want to feel seen and understood. Yeah. And as soon as you start talking about these things as well, it just gives other people permission somehow to, to do the same. And it, it almost all it takes is that one person and it can really have like a rippling effect and you can see how powerful it is with something quite simple you know with just being exactly as you say just beginning that dialogue and not shying away from it because it feels too overwhelming to begin and I think it's accepting suicide as well because I think so many people hear just hearing the word like no no I don't want to talk about that no don't just don't just don't bring it up but just accepting how much of an issue it is and how much you know by sparking those conversations you could save a life and it's, it's all about prevention yeah Absolutely. I think, I hope also maybe this is something 54 Days will be quite 
will be quite powerful in in doing and will be quite will change something just that what you know what Phoebe was saying earlier that suicide is always kind of portrayed in this certain way in films and it's never portrayed with hope and also it's somehow it's portrayed in quite like a big way I don't really know how to explain that but the way we hear about it we hear about like the high profile cases of people who join the 27 club or we see it in films like 13 reasons why and it's this big flashy horrible thing whereas actually 54 days is really quite simple and it's quite quiet in how it happens which is exactly how I know it happened for for me and for Phoebe where you're living your life and you're just going about your business and it comes seemingly out of nowhere and I think that in itself is quite important for people who don't have lived experience of suicide to be like oh wow I didn't quite realize the extent of of what this is and that it can happen to me and that I should be looking out for those around me and I should maybe check in on that friend or that family member um I think that's something that's missed so far the sort of just quiet reality of how it comes and happens no and I think with 54 days again it's it's those boundaries again like it suicide doesn't have a set gender a race or class it, it can affect anyone it's not like like we say cat the high profile people in society it could happen to you know you have you know your supermarket worker someone you speak to every day you just would never say that they'd have those thoughts or someone in their life's been affected and that's why it, the film's brilliant because it's it's just an you know a normal family you know happy for family and then it, it's been affected by them yeah yeah absolutely and I think I think you know a lot of the time and it goes back to one of the the questions we were talking about earlier about portraying suicide safely in the arts I think a lot of the time suicide is kind of almost glamorized and kind of used as like a plot point to kind of almost like shock and I think as you say this is this is such more of like a real kind of storyline that people will be able to relate to and I think um obviously as you as you mentioned at the beginning Phoebe like we chatted with Papyrus chatted at the beginning about the script you know you've you've done everything so safely and I think a lot of the time suicide is portrayed on screen in books anything on films television with not a lot of support out there and not a lot of kind of resolution out there for someone who might connect with that storyline and I think just the element of hope being in this in the film itself is something that someone connect can connect on to regardless of whether this like direct signposting or anything like that so yeah I think I think it's spot on what you just said there Kat about it the quiet simplicity of it is really important well also I think Josh's journey I think it's a really great way for people to see a young strong black man talk about his feelings and his emotions and and open up to his family like that I don't think we see that often and think it's great that this film does that and I think will help a lot of a lot of men seeing it. I think that's a really important point, Phoebe, so I thank you for raising it. Just kind of links back to the themes and we didn't quite touch on it, but yeah, that's another thing that I began to realise that, that I think it's, is it one in four? Or it's just, I'm not going to quote a wrong statistic, but just the over-representation of black men in mental health institutions, not even necessarily that they are suffering more, but they are being... They're not being signposted to the right support possibly before it gets to that stage or they're being sectioned before they needed to be because almost in the way that we see in the prison population, all of these things, we can't touch on that, all of that in the film, but 
it's fed into it in just a way that we actually don't really see much about black mental health even yeah. if we don't like we don't see enough about mental health anyway and then we bring in this other layer of kind of like black men and strong black men and what that stereotype is and there's a real problem there that I think no one's even talking about because we don't quite know what it is but we yeah we've just kind of showed exactly as Phoebe said we've showed our characters as real people they're based on my uncle they're based on my friend they these were real men that lived and were sensitive as well as strong and you know absolutely and I think that's what makes it more powerful because it's it's you know it could be anyone's uncle it could be anyone's friend it could be anyone's relative and I think that's what makes it so relatable and raw and real and you know you can watch it 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 sparks that conversation so going forward once the film's released what are your hopes what what do you hope 54 days will do um I mean we briefly touched on how much we want it to kind of for the audience to feel less alone feel more seen see people being vulnerable and and through their grief process and kind of the audience to, to be reflective and um learn about themselves but also learn about other people um and I think the, the biggest thing for me is like the non-judgmental. I think with with grief and with these large emotions, it's good to not be judgmental on yourself and on those around you. It's all a process and it's all different. And it, and I think 54 Days does that. And I think that when people see it, what I hope is that they they understand that and they are softer with themselves. I think we all need to be a bit softer with ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, I could not agree more. For me, I think I hope and think the biggest takeaway will just be that whatever you find yourself going through, it is okay. Mm. You're coping in the way that you need to cope, and that's 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 enough. And you'll find your thing, and you look for people around you, and just hope that they're okay and do what you can. But as long as you are kind of waking up each morning and seeing the beauty somewhere at some point in the day, no matter what you've gone through, that is okay and not trying to make it any bigger than that just survival and yeah hope along the way and maybe try some wild swimming (laughs) (laughs) jump in a cold lake yeah absolutely I think like it's very underrated the whole endorphins of exercise and, and getting out there with nature it, it sounds so silly. I mean, I saw the funniest meme the other day and it was like a TikTok about someone doing all these things that are meant to be good for your mental health and like being so shocked that they actually work. It's like, well, yeah, if you go out in nature, if you go on a walk, if you go swimming, if you do some yoga, you'll feel better. You really will. It may sound silly and simple, but it, it's worth trying and taking that risk and seeing what works for you. Yeah, exactly. It may not be swimming, but swimming could be anyone, anything for anyone else, you know, to find it, see what works and give it a go. And something will, there is something out there for everyone that will be their thing. That's a bit weird or whatever, but it takes them out of their own head for 10 minutes each day. And yeah, I completely agree. But I hope some people will start swimming because of it. Totally, (laughs) totally. When it's a bit warmer, I will. (laughs) True. It's freezing right now. There's frost in the water when I swim at the minute. I don't know. (laughs) Is it get warmer when you when you start swimming? Because I'm I'm an avid swimmer, like I love swimming. I find it really therapeutic. And we've got a family friend who's an an avid outdoor swimmer, and I'm like, oh god, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. But you'd love it if you were a swimmer. Do you think as you swim, then do you get warmer, or do you just think I need to get out of this? 
you don't go for long at this time of year. You don't exactly get warmer. You kind of like freeze and your body goes into cold shock. Then you get used to it for a bit, but then like, you will quite quickly start to go into hypothermia. So you, you're not in there for long. But you feel amazing. Then you get out and you're just like buzzing and glowing. And even in spas and stuff, you know, for how many years have women been jumping in freezing cold pools? It's mm. very good for you, full stop, like mm. the way you look and your insides, everything. And, you know, the cryo machines, when you go in yeah. and get frozen, yeah. like yeah. that's cosmetically that good for your, totally, it's good for your muscles, it's good mm. for your brain, it's good for everything. So, yeah, maybe I should go in, in the frosty <laughs> Yeah, time to practice what you preach, Phoebe. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Come on. <laughs> Phoebe, I'll give it a go. Feel. <laughs> oh, but it's been so lovely speaking to you both. We were so excited to watch this film. But where where can we where can we watch it? Where can we find it? So you will. It's nearly finished. Very nearly. Fingers crossed. Ooh. It's looking beautiful. And next step, we'll be submitting it to festivals and hope that some festivals like it and it will be screening hopefully around the world um we'll have a premiere which of course you'll be invited to um and then yeah we'll see if it can if we can get it anywhere else in the long term for a bit more of a theatrical release or maybe on a platform somewhere um yeah so let's watch this space so exciting thank you so much for having us guys Thank you so much for listening to the Pyrus Hopecast and for your part in making suicide part of the conversation. Sometimes listening to these stories can be difficult. If you're a young person struggling with thoughts of suicide or if you're worried about a young person, you can contact Hopeline UK on 0800 068 4141 via text on 0786 or via email on pat at papyrus-uk.org.